It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas That Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this truly invigorating, robust lifestyle show. I'd like to thank each one of our listeners who have tuned in live today and the ones that will be listening on the podcast. I am just so very thankful for each one of you. And you are all in for a super special treat today as I have my returning monthly diva with me, Kate Nelligan. And we are going to chat about developing intuition. Oh man, is this going to be a great one today. Kate, could you please introduce yourselves to our listeners today? My name's Kate Nelligan. I'm an equine partner, life and business coach, healer, animal communicator, author, and speaker. And so excited to always come back every month and also for this topic. Um, I use my intuition all the time in my work and in my personal life, and I just hope we can get people some some tips today. Oh, oh I love it. Yes, that sounds great, how you use it on a daily basis and just offering our listeners some of those tips to tune in to their own intuition. So oh, this is going to be great. So Kate, how would you like to start um, explaining to our listeners a little bit about developing the intuition that each one of us, I feel, carries inside of us? Yes, and that's actually the best place to start is to acknowledge that we are all intuitive and we have that ability within and to remember it. And I think also to remember that the intuition is helpful. It's not really something to be scared of. I know I used to be more scared of it when I was younger, (laughs) um, but it is definitely something that's there to help. So the definition of it is the ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. And for me, I think of it as the loving voice that always has your back, and it's a full-body experience of connection to your higher self. So that's kind of how I define it. I'm curious how you define it, Joyce. Define Myself, I define intuition as it's it's through my heart. It's coming from my heart. It's speaking from my heart. And it's giving me that advice that so often it's such, it's a smaller voice. It's not that loud, boisterous ego voice that a lot of times overrules things in our lives. It's that small voice inside of us that's coming from our heart and giving us the advice that we need. And when you listen to it, It's amazing how it changes your world. And when I find I listen to my ego or that loud, bolsterous voice and do something, and then I go back and go, why didn't I listen to my intuition? It was giving me the advice correctly in the first place. So that is my best way to explain how intuition is to me. It's just that small, heartfelt voice that's inside of me. 
I love it. Yeah, I had I saw someone post online, and like I can't always tell the difference between intuition or another voice, whether it's fear or like a you know ego voice. It's like sometimes people have a hard time discerning, and my mm-hmm. feedback is always, "What does it feel lighter? Like do, when you sit with it or close your eyes with the information, does it feel lighter in your body? Because we really mm-hmm. have three brains: we have the heart, we have the regular head brain that we all think of, and we have the gut." And it really is, it is the heart space, but it's also all of us. And so, you know, it's not just that practical reasoning head space. And so many of my clients are overthinkers. They overanalyze. I often coach them and tell them, stop playing chess. Like, you don't need to play chess with your life. Like, you can stay in the present moment, trust it, and be in the flow. Um, And that ego voice, if we really sit with it and we attune ourselves to really being with ourselves, um, which I, I have found the best way to be with ourselves is in nature and with animals, which is why I do what I do. But ultimately, mm-hmm. I, it feel, that ego voice can feel heavier. And it can also feel, sometimes it can even feel like static or a little stuckness um, or like a drive energy. Like I woke up this morning and I noticed I was just like in this drive energy and I just sat with it for a minute and I'm like, that's not intuition. Go do, 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 you know, that's like an ego <laughs> need to feel, feel full or whole right now because I am still processing everything that's going on in the world, right? So, yeah, I think that it's really important for us to discern what is the intuitive voice, Um and I love how you said it's small because it definitely is not the rager inside that's yelling at us. It's always so kind. It's always so loving. It always does have <laughs> our back and truly knows so much more than we can see in our limited kind of 3D world. There's so much more available to us when we're able to connect. Yes. Oh, oh, how true that is. I love it how you explained it, the kind and loving voice, because that's exactly what it is. And when you said about waking up with that busy energy and just kind of sat with it a minute, and it's, that just brings back so many times when I've been like, oh, man, i got to get this done, got to get that done, and you're so busy running, running, running here and there. And that's usually when I find I'll make the mistakes. If I just mm-hmm. breathe and just listen to the quiet voice and take it slower one step at a time, things go so much better, and for me anyway, because the busyness is usually, like I said, where the mistakes happen, and that's not your intuition, because your intuition is kind and loving, and it's always got your back and looking out for you is, is how I have found intuition to work for me. <laughs> and people never say, like, oh, gosh, to my intuition, right? Usually we mm-hmm. say the opposite. I, I regret mm-hmm. not listening to it. And there are times where I've woken up and I've gotten really clear guidance and haven't followed it. And I do regret it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so then it just becomes how do we how do we cultivate it and how do we trust it, right? Because we have it. So the cultivation mm-hmm. for me is a daily practice. And my master's program taught us self-counseling, which really is where everything started for me to develop that voice. And I actually have um, the equine coaches I'm training in my certification program. They're doing these self-counselings. And really what it is is it's you talking to you, um, but you're writing it down and you're going deeper with cultivating that intuitive voice. 
which is so kind and so loving. And once that voice is really cultivated, it is like living with your best friend. And um, like I find when I get really triggered, that's what comes online first now. It's not that harsh critical voice of you should have done this, you could have done that. It's this like really like I've got you, I'm right here for you. What do you need? What will help you feel better? You know, you're doing the best you can. Like it's that really higher self version of ourselves that really knows truth, right, deep truth, not just this um, mental processing of things, right, which can be this critical ego because the ego is here to keep us small and comfortable. It serves its purpose, but the ego is always in this better than or less than place, Mm -hmm. right? And for a lot of perfectionists, it's the less than. It's (laughs) that I haven't done enough, I'm not enough, that core wound of enoughness that we all seem to carry from birth, um, or not necessarily from birth, but from programming as we get older. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So what when you think about your intuition, like what's some of the best advice that you've gotten from yours? Oh, that there there is so much because it's like on a daily basis. It's like it's always right there guiding me if I just listen. I mean, it's like. Just for a small instance earlier, right before the show, I thought, okay, I need I need to feed the dogs. They're hungry, or they could have waited, but no, I felt like they needed to be done. And a lot of times with the horses, if I'm debating on the weather, what's the weather going to be? And I'm like, okay, just take a breath and think about what my intuition is saying. And it's usually right. when it, It's always right. When they say to bring them in, there's usually a storm that's coming in that night or strong winds or something where to bring them out of. Or, or like a lot of times, there's three or four different directions I could go when I'm going somewhere. And I'm like, what's my best route to take? And I listen to my intuition even on that because I'm thinking, okay, my intuition is the one that has my back. It's telling me the way to go if I just listen to it. So those are just a couple examples or that come to my mind and even making making daily decisions just on little things of what I'm going to do for the day or even like on these podcasts, I'm always like, okay, I need to listen to my intuition to tell me what the world, what our listeners need to hear from us today. And mm-hmm. I'm like okay, it's all about that. And I always feel that what we talk about and what we share is exactly where our intuition is leading us because we're Mm -hmm. listening to that. And those are some different ways that I feel I follow my intuition on a daily basis that come to my mind because I know I I almost do it subconsciously anymore because Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm listening more to it than I am to the loud, boisterous voice. And the other thing that always comes to my mind, too, our intuition is always telling us that I am worthy, that you are worthy of it because your intuition is there. They've got your back. And like you said, sometimes we've been programmed to think, oh, we don't deserve this or that. But your intuition is letting you know that you are just as worthy as everyone else. And that makes a difference. I've heard that I am is a very two powerful words to use and I feel it's the intuition coming out 
that brings this out to you to tell you to write those affirmations down that remind you that your intuition is there and got your back and you are worthy of it all. So those are a few yeah. things I'm thinking of. <laughs> yeah, no, I love it. And what I love is you're mentioning the daily practice, which is what it has been for me as well. It's not just something mm-hmm. I think about intuition once a month or, you know, it really uh-huh. has to become a daily practice so that voice gets to be the first one to share instead of the ego, um, or at least is right there at all times. And I do believe that it is partly part of a, an intention-setting process, even just I'm willing to hear my intuition, I'm willing to be with my intuition, I'm willing to grow my intuition. It starts there with intention, and then it starts with noticing, like you are, you're noticing, or you're asking yourself questions, like what would be the best route or what would be for my highest good is one of my favorite questions. Mm -hmm. And then allowing that voice to come on, which is not ever centered in fear. It's never shoulds or have tos. Like the one of the greatest things my intuition slash God said to me, and I say that because it was a much higher voice than my regular intuitive voice, but it was Mm -hmm. that no thing is required of us. Nothing is required of us and no thing is required of us. And it was so profound when that came through because it put me back in that being state because I can be such a doer. And it's that nothing is required of us and also nothing like nothing, the silence, nothing um, to just be. So, you know, but I heard that through being able to get into that intuitive space. And I personally will talk about the different types of intuition, um, but I personally believe the intuition turns on through just our commitment to being in an awakening process. And all of us are in in different levels of awakening, some more conscious uh, awakening. But I feel Mm -hmm. like our gifts can be turned on at any moment. My gifts with the horses kind of got turned on in one moment through meditation, Um, but they can also, our gifts can really grow over time. I feel like I shut a lot of my abilities off when I was a kid because I was scared of them, and now it's like I'm... I really commit to them so they grow. It's very much like the friend that you see frequently or call frequently, you have a closer, more intimate, more vulnerable, more connected relationship with than the friend you're willing to check in with every six months, right? So it's the same exact thing with our intuition. It's that Mm -hmm. daily practice that, and then it just becomes this like routine and that we get into because the connections there. But I do also believe that bravery and trust are required. Um, and I also think personally the future of, of really good high-level systems, so coaching, education, medicine, they're all going to be much more intuitive-based. Hopefully the, the the government. I mean, like, I'm thinking future, future here, but I really believe it would be more intuitive based, right? Which is what's for the highest good? Where Mm -hmm. is this leading us that is um, for all, right? That is heart, heart and soul body centered rather than like this I mentality or this me mentality or this power over the power within is the intuition, And that's really where we're moving as a society as we all wake up. Um, And so I do believe, like, for me, 
I feel like people seek me out as a coach because of my intuition or certainly animal communication, but like really because of that, it's not just like, you know, give great advice or ask great questions or know what to do. It's not that ego space. It's just really intuitive space. Um, and as we know, the horses are naturally intuitive and they can really oh. help grow our abilities just being around them because mm-hmm. our heart entrains to them quickly and we can get into being very grounded and very present very quickly. So, you know, the present moment is really like the access point to the intuition and, as you mentioned, the heart is another big one. So I just find when we're with animals, we can tap into that space and make decisions easier and faster because we're more grounded and more connected. So, which is really one of my big goals with people is getting them to that space. So, and I know you probably find the same. You're able to have more intuitive Mm -hmm. moments with your animals too. Oh, totally, totally and completely. I'm relating to exactly what you're saying because I can, I was thinking, I always give my horses what I give them heart hugs all the time and I call them heart hugs and just love on them. And they're like, oh my God. And they're just so, they're so loving. They give it right back to you in so many ways. And yeah, you just let your, you feel more grounded, even with my dogs and everything, the dogs and the horses. I just, it, they just ground me and just let me get in inside myself and find that intuition that I need to be listening to and help me expose it and help to share it with others. So, uh, yes, the animals are what help bring mine out so much. It's it's just incredible. And I was thinking, too, a lot of times after I've fed the horses and loved on them and I'll walk away, and it's almost like my intuition is saying, no, you for yourself need one more hug. And I'll go, okay, I'm coming back for another hug. Or they're looking at me like, I need one more. And I'm like, okay, we're going to do more loving on each other. <laughs> and it's I love just it. listening to that. And it's, oh, it. I mean, it almost kind of gives me the chills to talk because it's just such a good feeling on the inside is what it is, especially for with me and my animals. I They are my life. And they just bring out, they bring out the best in you. And I really feel that as we move forward and people are awakening, they will find what these animals have to offer in this world, be it their cat, be it their dog. It may be even a bird to them. I mean, I see the red birds all the time. And they are just, they're the angels in my life too because I feel that they were brought from above to bring a special glow into my life. Just at the right moments when I need them, I always see them. And I I just feel that's another part of noticing it. It's your intuition that's telling you, see that red bird standing there or getting a drink of water or flying through the air in the trees or something. It's it's just really reconnecting back to nature and animals the way the way I feel we need to be because it's like you said it grounds us so much. It's it's incredible when you experience this. Yeah, and I I love that you're paying attention so much because that is a big piece. And I, you know, what pains me is seeing people on their phone and never looking up. Um, (laughs) My mom was visiting and was like, gosh, you're always seeing the birds. And I'm like, well, because I'm really aware of what I'm connected to and what's in my (laughs) environment. And because of that, you know, I feel like, A, I can keep myself safe. B, I also feel like I am more aware of, messages 
really, truly from all different mm-hmm. beings and places, mm-hmm. which helped me truly, you know, and, and I manifest quicker. And then the other piece too, like, you know, with the red birds and like with me, it's always hawks and uh, the doves because of my mm-hmm. connection to my horses on the other side. For me, it's always like, okay, can I then be grateful right in that moment where it's like, oh, thank you for being here. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for giving me some inspiration. Thank you for helping me. And that also grows the intuition and thanking the voice. Like, thank you so much for helping me with this. Like, my favorite what, like way with my intuition. I always, I always coach people. Intuition will save you time. It will save you money. It can save your life. And so to always, always just cultivate it. It's like literally the the best thing you could possibly do for your life, and it is free. And it does take some time, but it it really can grow. And now I think it's growing faster for people than ever before. Like people feel into what resonates really quickly. Like you can share something and someone's like, oh yeah, that resonates. Whereas maybe before someone was like, well, let me think about that for a day. (laughs) And now we feel it and we know it. Like we really know and understand deep truth. So what's interesting is like my favorite way that I play with my intuition is that um, I'll, if I lose something. So like, I don't know, I literally didn't know where something was. And I was like, oh, I don't, I think it was a pair of sunglasses. I'm like, I don't want to have to go buy another pair. And then I heard, like, look here. And that's exactly where it was. And I I don't ever remember putting it there. Like, And that happens to me all the time. Where is such and such? And then I will get either a picture or I will hear it. And we're going to get into the types of intuition here in a second. Because our, our guidance comes through in different ways based on our abilities. So, And then I'm like, oh, my God, it's right there. And then as soon as I find it, I don't just go on with my life. I really pause and I'm like, thank you so much. I'm so grateful that you're listening to me. I'm so grateful that you're helping. And that's how I grow it. So (laughs) we can play with it all the time. We can play with it even like the body scanning with food if you're not sure if a food is really making you feel feel ill, if you develop a sensitivity to it. you can put it in front of you and see if your body sways forward to it as like a yes energy, I want this, or sways away mm-hmm. backwards from it to see if it's not a fit anymore. Um, mm-hmm. And that can change. You know, sometimes we can be fine eating something and then after a bit go with sensitivity to it. So there's lots of ways to play with it um, and just tune in and see. So, um so the types of intuition, so the, the ways to think about it is, you know, it's definitely through the clairs, and there's clairaudient, clairsentient, clairvoyance, claircognizant, um, and then the two that people don't talk about much, which, you know, I put together a training on this for my certification program, and, you know, there's clairaliens and clairgustans, uh, and I hope I'm saying those right, but um, the clair is really, like, in my mind, the clarity, which a lot of people, again, they come to coaching often because they want more clarity. So my job is to get them in touch with their intuition so they have that clarity. But some of us here, you hear me saying I hear a lot, like I heard this or I heard that. I'm clear audience. I've mm-hmm. heard voices since I was a kid. And mm-hmm. I've heard and I've been guided that way. Clairsendience is a feeling. You know, you feel like, oh, I feel like I need more hugs or I feel like my horse is hurting or I feel different things. Clairvoyance is seeing the pictures, right? Like, okay, where's this item? And I get a picture of a drawer. That's a 
clairvoyance. I see it. Claircognizance is the knowing, which I feel like a lot of people can start with claircognizance sometimes, which is just the direct knowing. Oh, I know that resonates. Or I know this, and I don't know how I know it, but I know it. And then you prove Mm -hmm. yourself right, right? So I feel like, you know, sometimes people start there. But ultimately, you can grow all of these. I've really grown my clairvoyance uh, over and and definitely clairsentience because of the horses because they feel so much over the last couple Mm -hmm. of years in particular. So it's good just to know, like, where you're at, which one is really your dominant one. And often it is connected to your own um, physical senses too, right? Your ability of hearing and seeing and all of that. So do you know which one you land at from that? I would say the hearing one is more the the top one. It's the hearing one definitely is the one that I can communicate the most with and feel the most intuition coming from because I hear I hear the red birds what they're saying and uh, even um, I have what I call little barn swallows come back every spring and and I, they are just so beautiful and I was just telling them how beautiful and thanked them for coming back each spring and they just I could just hear them say you're welcome we enjoy coming back here and it was just it's the hearing because I hear my horses talking all the time I hear the dogs and the hearing would definitely be my top one and then kind of coming in with the knowing I know I know it's there and and can feel it so yeah it's there's there's one that's dominant, and then I'm working on the other three is how I would say it because I, I have a little bit of each one of the other three, but hearing is definitely the dominant one for me. Mm, I love it. Well, I feel, I mean, it's amazing we could talk about this topic forever. Um, uh-huh. You know, my, my kind, I know we only ever have 30 minutes, but, like, I feel like when people are starting to think about this, the way to really, it's interesting, it's really a similar process to what I teach when I teach people manifesting, but it is that first step of, like, believing that you have it, believing that you can do it, and then trusting really trusting the voice, trusting the pictures, trusting what you get. The first thing we learn in animal communication is just share it. Even if you don't know it or understand it, trust that you got that for a reason and share it. And I found so many times people are like, oh, my God, that's exactly right. And I'm like, okay, I have no idea why that came forward. But it's just trust it and be willing to, like, follow it and share it. And then practice. Practice practice every single day. It's like any growing any muscle or growing your ability in any sport or any ability, we have to practice and cultivate it. Mm-hmm. Um, and as part of that, it's also receiving. It's not so much a doing. It's a, it's a being. It's a receiving practice. <laughs> um, so it's really that, like, feminine energy, which people always say, oh, women have great intuition. Well, we do. Men do, too. But it's like women often can really get into that space of, of their heart sometimes faster and receiving. Um, but we all can do that. And then gratitude, being grateful for when the signs come, the signals come. The, I get license plate signs 
all the time from like my guides and it, it cracks me up either license plate signs or literally the frames around license plates the actual license plates <laughs> itself or I get bumper stickers in the back of cars and I'm always like how do they do it how is my intuition and my guides like really but the invisible support that's there for us is mind-blowing we will not feel alone anymore when we have it you know mm-hmm. and you hear those stories from like 9-11 of people who are like I've got to go to work late today or I'm yeah. You know, I, I can't, whatever it is, like, really trust that that loving part of yourself that is connected to all that is in the divine is truly there for you and can help you so much. And if we had a world that was really connected and listening to our intuition, I think there'd just be so much less harm happening across mm-hmm. the board. So that's my desire why I have to share this. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. And I so agree with you. What a beautiful world it would could be if we would all start to just believe in ourselves and trust that intuition that's guiding us. Oh, I loved it, Kate. Oh, my. We we definitely have to do another one on these because to me, we just barely <laughs> tipped. We just barely touched the tip of it today. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. I mean, I teach a whole course on this with the certification program because I really feel like that's one of the most important things we can do as coaches. And then same, like I've done classes on just like nature communication and, and animal um, communication so that people really get in touch with those specific gifts because those are a part of intuition, the way medical intuition is or mediumship is. They're all different parts past life recall they're all parts of intuition development um so it's like which area do we really want to focus on to start so definitely well kate this has gone so quickly i just want to thank you so much for being my guest again this month and our listeners be sure and tune in again in june as kate will be returning thank you so much And I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in to this incredible interview with our amazing diva, Kate Nelligan. Please share this show with all your family and friends. Check out all the other hosts and their shows on divasatcare.com. Remember, believe in yourself and trust in yourself. Have a fantastic day. Be kind to all. Give your animals a hug and share your love with them. Until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles, stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.